Captain on the bridge. Number one, is everything ready for the conference? Agendas printed, silverware's polished. The Zath and Norkova diplomatic ships are on final approach. Good. Lieutenant Jubari, signal the delegations, inform them that our ambassador will meet them in the stateroom. Ambassador? I wasn't aware we'd received diplomatic replacements for Commander Underwood, sir. We haven't, Ambassador. Dun dun dun! Beg your pardon. Mr. Rawl, your Ambassador Lorox attache. You'll escort him wherever he goes. Aye, sir. Alex, you'll do great. You're a born diplomat. You already have a rapport with Speaker Shore, and you'll have Rawl's help. He was basically a diplomat. I was a Special Operations Infiltration Specialist, Captain. Uh, wasn't it your Hitler who said infiltration is a continuation of diplomacy by other means? It was von Clausewitz, sir. And no, he didn't. Eh, some important human anyway. On second thought, if the alternative is your diplomacy, the Norkovans are lucky to have me. That's the spirit! Sir, incoming message from the Norkovan vessel. On speaker. Captain, I had hoped that we might be able to see the survivors before we begin negotiating over them. We can certainly discuss it, Speaker Shore. But if the Norkovans are allowed access to the crash survivors, Minister Sean and the Zath must be allowed equal access. The Zath would take any opportunity to murder those children, Captain. Yes. So you keep saying. Captain, the Zath are hailing. Of course they are. Patch them in. Why not? Captain, I hope my Norkovan counterpart isn't trying to get a head start on the negotiations. Eighteen Zath lives are at stake, and we'll defend our citizens no matter the cost. Unless they're collaborators, Minister. Then you'll murder them and their families no matter the cost. Since when have you cared about innocent Zath blood, Speaker? I missed your concerns when you carpet bombed Arjana. We attacked military targets that threatened- You bombed Zath civilians, Zath hospitals, Zath schools, because you want Zath blood and Zath death. Gentlemen! You both claim to have the best interests of the crash survivors at heart. You both claim the other wants all the Greylacon survivors dead. Might we save the debate for the negotiating table? Of course, Captain. You're right. I apologize for my outburst. Our delegation is prepared to land. Mr. Sean for the Zarth, out. I'm confident you'll vindicate our claim for asylum, Captain. Speaker Chur of the Narkova, out. Lorak, does it still count as humanitarian aid when the participants are all horrible people? I think it's at least half credit. Diplomatic ships are entering the shuttle bay. Touching down. Wait, Captain, something's wrong. Landing cycle complete. Shuttle crew, this is Engineering, stand down blue alert. Aye, Chief. Shuttle crew. Textbook performance. Send my compliments to the shuttle crews, Jack. Antonido, can you run a... Chris, there's been an explosion in main shuttle bay. Chris, can you hear me? Kanash, are you alone? Oh no, 
Get off. Get off. Vent the warp core. Do it now. No, not eject. Vent it. Angling. What's going on? Do what she says, Chief. Now. Break glass in case of emergency. Complete. Jack, help me shut down the reactors. Which ones? All of them. We'll be powerless. We'll be alive, Jack. Do it. What's going on? Hurry up. That explosion was right next to the impulse engines. If they're powered up and one of them was hit, kaboom. We go. Supernova. You're even shutting down the backups? We can't risk a plasma flashback on a hot grid. One left. We'll have absolutely no power. No life support. Jack, we'll have about an hour before the ship freezes from the outside in. It's not much, but it should be enough. All hands, brace for zero gravity. So, we're under attack. The ship's dead in space. And we'll all be dead in an hour. Start the clock, Jack. Space. The final frontier. Somewhere, a star is exploding. Somewhere, a new colony is harvesting its first crop. Somewhere, there's a city made of flame neath a sky that screams with song. The Starship Excelsior's mission is to seek them out and bear witness. That's all you need to know. Star Trek Excelsior Starring Larry Phelan as Captain Alcardovan Samuel Gillis as First Officer Alex Lorock Kennedy as Lieutenant Commander Neva Caitlin Haney as Lieutenant Asuka Yubari Emily Potter as Dr. Melissa Sharp And Michael Liebman as Ensign Bavoni Roll. Tonight's episode, Only Murder by James Haney and Baxter Turnham. Twelve hours ago. You know, I'd rather... I don't want to talk about that, if that's okay. Why? I just don't. My relationship with my mother is a little personal. Okay. What? It's just... What? That's the third time you've said that tonight. It is not. So, when I asked if you ever wanted to have kids... But that's... See? Personal. Yes, I do see. Why do you want to know any of this? Because you're a wonderful and confusing person, Commander. And I want to get to know you... personally. What's confusing? Why you let me ask you out again, for one, after what happened on our date to Marine Country. Like I said, tenth time's a charm. 
And you did promise me a picnic in your favorite place on the ship. So, what do you think? It's beautiful. How did you know there was even a view from way back here in the port nacelle? It's not in the Excelsior specs. Well, some things you learn from reading the specs. Some things you learn crawling through the Grey Lady on your hands and knees. When the ship goes to warp, for a split second you can actually see the warp field forming from here. Wow. But this isn't my favorite place on the ship. What? Move about 20 centimeters to the left. Whoa! Hey! Where'd the gravity go? They call it the sweet spot. Every ship has one. But some are harder to find than others. You want to come back down, or should I float dessert up to you? Send it up. Send yourself up, too. The view's even better upside down. And I'm gonna want a fella's arm around me when we drop to impulse. Turbo left. The explosion. Computer? What happened to the gravity? Computer? Major? Are you alright? Yes, Mom. I just winded. Where are we? Turbo left. Somewhere between deck 8 and deck 16. We're completely powerless. And that sound, Mom. The turbo lift is straining against its magnetic tracks. It could snap off at any second. No gravity, Mom. At least we won't plummet to our deaths. And when they turn the gravity back on? I see your point, Mom. Shall I get the ceiling hatch open? Please. I'll help. Mom. Who do you think did it? The explosion? Maybe it was an accident. Maybe it had nothing to do with the Zaf survivors. I don't think we can afford to be generous here, Mom. No. I suppose not. It all goes back to the wreck of the Greylick Han. Of course we are. 
Jehoshaphat! <coughs> lights! I need lights! We've lost gravity. Yeah, number one? What was your first hint? Hang on. I've got a flashlight from the emergency kit. And the light shineth upon all Cobalt's children. Hey, ah, not in the face, Bev. Wait, where's the tuna Ibari? That's better. Debris had me pinned. You all right? <coughs> yeah, fine. Aces. Don't lie to me. <coughs> I'm a little sore. <coughs> Bruised like a side of beef, but I'm fit for duty, sir. Really? Really. Ah, hey, whoa, watch the light. Sorry. Let's see if anything else is working. If we don't have gravity, we sure don't have communicators. But that's the least of it. Ah, what? With gravity gone, life support's probably out too. So we have less than an hour until we suffocate? And or freeze. Yes, to both. But what worries me is... The structural integrity fields are down. Son of a That's worse than suffocating? Ibari? Morak? Why are you giving me that look? Ever wonder why we fly circles around Klingon ships of the same tonnage jack? It's because Klingons build their ships to hold themselves together. A few decades ago, some damn fool idiot of an admiral decided that if we just used force fields to hold the ships together, we'd gain a great big mass advantage. The less mass a ship displaces, the less power you need to move it. More agile ships. The problem is... The problem is that you wind up with starships designs that can't support their own weight. Let me put it this way. You know those little metal cans that beverages come in? Sure, boss lady. What happens when you stand on an empty one? I crush it. But if there are a force field inside the can supporting your weight? Like a structural integrity field. Precisely. We just turned ours off, which makes us the can. Now get out of the way, Myers. Wait, where are you going? Hear that? That's a septillion kilogram foot named Zerquix, and it's already stepping on our hull. We have to get at least one auxiliary reactor back online, or the Excelsior will get torn apart long before we freeze. would be so hard in zero-g. Where are we? Deck 12, section 4. Uh, who's that, Mom? 
Ensign Wilder from Stellar Cartography. Ensign, can you hear me? Are you off? Smashed. Hold her absolutely still. Don't let the blood get in your eyes. <coughs> Are you all right, Mom? I never realized how much worse blood could be without gravity. Try to get some of this out of the air, will you? I'm fine, Major. I just wish I could say the same for Ensign Wilder. Mom, she wasn't killed in the explosion. Major, there's two feet of metal beam sticking out of her back. She didn't die of cancer. You're right. The shrapnel killed her, but look here, beneath the bloodstains. That's a blast pattern. The shrapnel came from a close-range attack, probably a grenade. We've been boarded. We have to get to marine country. We may be the first to know about the intruders. Yes, you do, Major. But you'll have to go without me. Somebody's got to restart the fusion generators, or this ship will crack like a Taspar egg. Why not wait for engineering? Because there's a good chance everyone in engineering is dead, Major. Mom. Yes, I understand, Mom. I'll escort you as far as I can. Be careful, Mom. You too. So who do you think is behind it? Me? The Norcolvans, probably. I agree. I hope you understand why I asked you to bring our discussion out here to the balcony, Lieutenant Lorak. It seems improper to speak evil on such a lovely evening. One of Narkova's great naturalists said that we have such large eyes so that we may see all that we have been blessed with. But some things I prefer we did not have to see. No doubt, Spiritual, and it is a lovely reception. But we rescued a ship today. I think you called it the Grey Lacan. And now the Excelsior has 18 survivors aboard, all in suspended animation. None of them look like you or your species. It's urgent that we burn whatever you can tell us. It is a long story. Not a happy one, I'm afraid. We came a long way to hear it. Yes, well... This was not always the home of the Narkova. We came from far away, a mighty peaceful people. But 19 years ago, there was a conflagration. The war in heaven, we called it. Our republic was destroyed. Our world's consumed by two great enemies beyond imagining. Only a few millions survived. Sent in great ark ships to find a new home. Sent here? Not at first. For seven years, our survivors, just a fraction of a fraction of the Narcovans who lived before the war, searched for a new home. But, wherever we sought refuge, we weren't used. Finally, our supplies dwindling, our hasty ships falling apart around us, we came here. To this planet? It was called Zathana then. Its furry inhabitants called themselves the Zat. You met a few of them at the reception tonight. They look like the survivors we rescued. The Grey Lacan is a Zat ship, yes. I'm coming to that. So the Zat gave you refuge on this planet? A new home? Not quite. In fact, the Zat government denied us. Just like all the others. But it was too late. Our engines had given out. When we were to break orbit, we crash-landed instead. Some of the Zats said we were invading the planet, planning to breed a new generation of Narcova and seize their whole world. 
but what else were we to do? Die? There was a war, wasn't there? I'm sorry to say there was. Zack Radicals raised an army. They wanted us off their planet. But, since we had nowhere to go, and no way to get there, they decided to settle for genocide. They outnumbered us, but we still had some hard advanced technology. And some Zaths were willing to work with us. After nine months of hard fighting, we won the peace. The Radicals retreated into exile on Zerquix. Not a very nice place to be exiled. Zerquix is your star's closest planet. Barely M-class. Extreme temperatures, devastating weather, all exacerbated by what looks like recent orbital bombardment. <laughs> the malcontents have waged war against us, all of us, ever since. They turned their backs on the other Zats who stayed behind here. Call them collaborators. People are dancing on the lawn below. It doesn't seem like you're at war. Savannah is teeming with life. Narkova. The planet is called Narkova now. We profusely apologize. It is a good world. Sometimes the Zarkwix rebels cast a pall over it. A shopping mall was bombed last week and we were barely able to evacuate in time. When they do harm our civilians, of course we are forced to retaliate against their military installations, which restores peace for a time. Where does the greater harm fit into this? A small transport lifted off from Zerquix without authorization. At first we ordered it to turn back. Then military intelligence learned that the passengers were refugees, accused of collaboration and sentenced to death by their illegal government. The ship had children aboard. Under Zack Barr, the Niger families of criminals incurred their punishment by blood guilt. So who fired on the ship? Just as we transmitted clearance for them to pass the Zerquik's containment perimeter, their port baffle plating exploded. A bomb had been planted on board, no doubt by the order of the Zack government. The Grillix spun off course. By the time we organized the search, there was no sign of it. We assumed it had been destroyed. Not the first refugee ship the Zath had murdered. That's harmful. We mourn their loss. Now that we know they live, I formally request their repatriation into the Zath community on Narkova. Until we can sort out for certain who tried to kill them, the Greater Khan survivors will stay aboard the Excelsior. Your government is invited to send representatives to our ship for a summit. Well, we will arrive at a resolution. You should be able to confirm my entire story right now. A metallurgical scan of the port baffle will... Unfortunately, Speaker, that whole section of the ship disintegrated when it crashed into the dwarf planet we found her on. The forensic evidence was all destroyed. Gentlemen, do you seriously doubt my word over a gang of terrorists? With respect, Speaker, when lives are at stake, we doubt everyone. No, absolutely not. My place it's is in on command. the... You can't command the Excelsior from a dead bridge. I can't command it from a dead engineering either. Captain. No, wait, he's right. He needs power, communications, control. Which don't exist on the ship right now. No, they don't. But how about a different ship? Such as... The captain's yacht, sir. The McKinley. Of course. It's docked on the other side of the ship from the main shuttle bay. It should be undamaged. 
Once you turn it on, you'll have sensors, communications, damage reports. Then let's get going. Alex, help me with this door. Hold on. I'm gathering up the rest of the emergency kits. Don't worry, then. I'll get it myself. Hello! Hey, I think there's somebody in this turbo shaft. Captain, let me make sure... Hello! Can you hear me? Captain, get back from... Die, Federation! Captain! Returning fire! Direct hit. Target is neutralized. Alka, are you alright? My arm! Who fired that shot? Lone gunman in the turbo shaft. Must be part of a boarding party got separated. Norkova or Zath? I don't know. I think he was armored. He's halfway down the turbo shaft by now. Captain, I told you you I shouldn't. I know you did, you Bari. I promised to listen to you. From now on, nobody told me getting shot hurts so much in zero G. I'm pretty sure that's not a thing, sir. I'm pretty sure I've been shot more than you, Bev. Oh, trust me on this. It actually hurts more because you've been poisoned. What? Who poisons bullets? Someone who means business. This is a flesh wound, but you'll be dead in ten minutes. We have to get him to sickbay. There's no time. Mr. Roll, what if we knock him out? Kill his metabolism? It should. Might buy us enough time to get him to the doctor. Get a hyperspray from the emergency kit. Hit him with the strongest sedative you have. I said. Captain Alcard Dovan, you are relieved of duty. Oh, I stand relieved. Injecting sedative. You'll do great, Alex. He's unconscious. All right, Miss Yubari, get him to sickbay. Then link up with your security force and defend the ship. Aye, sir. Mr. Roll, what about the renegades? If they followed protocol... I'll stand my fighters to the cold launch from the fighter bay when power went out. You're their commander. You should get to them as quickly as you can. What about you, Captain? Acting, Captain. I need to get to the McKinley. You should have an escort. Get the Captain. Get Dovin to sickbay. That's a direct order. How is he? Out cold, sir. You really shouldn't. While you've been getting briefed on the Norkova... Neva's been studying the big picture. History, customs, language, and the Zath custom dictates There are that regulations about beaming alone into a dangerous situation. I take full responsibility. Of course you do. Don't worry, Lieutenant. I want you to keep right on quoting regulations at me. So you know how many you violated? Mm, somebody's got to keep score. Oh. Alcar. Melissa? I thought you'd already beamed down. I was just about to. Anything you were planning to tell Alex, you can tell me. Well, um, the Zath we rescued from the Gralic Han? Yes? Did you manage to revive them? No, the stasis pods are still thawing out. But they're all healthy Zath. Nine men, five women, four children. One of the women is pregnant, so we're making ready in case the thaw triggers premature labor. That's all? That's my full report at this time, Alcar. Captain, is there anything else? No. That 
will do, Doctor. Dismissed. <sighs> Every time I start to like a woman, I blow up a planet, and suddenly she doesn't want to be friends anymore. You and Dr. Sharp, sir? We would have had fun. You should apologize to her. Oh, I can't. I tricked her into helping me kill six or seven billion people on Gavinon. And I'd do it again if I had to. Oh, Commander Neva, ready to beam me down? Yes, sir. You'd better head back up to the bridge, number one. Just be careful, sir. No promises. You'll be beaming down into the Citadel of Ancient Might, the Zath Center of Government. And you're sure about beaming me down alone? You may have noticed my first officer is having a minor stroke about the regulations. It bends the rules, I know, better than anyone. But the Zath follow the Nija, their social law, religiously. They expect guests to do the same. To bring a guard would be to insult their hospitality. I don't doubt their hospitality. I doubt the ability of an occupied people to resist a valuable hostage. The Nija guarantees an absolute right to stay with their leader for up to three days and three nights, under penalty of war. And they'd never win a war against the Excelsior. Exactly. Of course, if you stay longer, you legally become a slave. And then you'll send the guards? Depends on how much I like seeing Alex in the big chair. Oh, now wait a minute. Well, well, there's something you don't see every day. Um, what? Where, where is this? Am, am I on Zerquix? You appear out of thin air six inches in front of my desk, and you don't know where you are. I was supposed to materialize in the Central Crusade at the Citadel of Ancient Might. And welcome to it, young man. Minister, your four o'clock is here to see you. Take a seat over there, Captain Alcardovan, and the minister will be right with you when he becomes available. Sir Gwyn's eye teeth, Muriel, the man just saved the lives of 18 Zarf, and he's a foreign dignitary besides. Come in, Captain Dovan, come in! The minister's a bit fickle today, then. Thank you, um. Lesser Minister Shonorestik Kanlufin of the Zarf Assembly, Captain. Lesser Minister? Please don't take this the wrong way, Minister, but I was told I'd be speaking to, to the. To the head of our government? Yes. Don't let the title fool you. I am the head of the Zarth government, and you will be dealing with me directly. Oh, I'm very sorry. I'm Captain Alcardovan of the Federation Starship Excelsior. So I hear. It was just your title. It... Something you'll learn about the Zarth, Captain, is that we stand on symbolism. I'm sure that you notice the central crusade of the Citadel of Ancient Might it doesn't quite look the part. It's basically an office park, and always has been has to be, but the name tells you what it all stands for beneath the looks. I'm called the Lesser Minister because my people want to remind me that I serve at their pleasure. They are the true ministers while I am but their slave. Does that really work? Well, no. It's a pretense. When I go out for dinner, the people ask me for autographs, not the other way around. It's as close to a lie as you can get without actually telling one, 
just like everything else in politics. But it's like saying that you're humbled to accept the office after you spent 10 moons on the campaign trail screaming your head off about how great you'd be at the job and how terrible the other guy is. Your humility is so transparently a lie that it comes back round the corner and says something true. It's a little public concession to the Niger, to virtue, and politics is all about concessions. I'm afraid I don't know much about politics, Minister Shaw-na-rez-tick. Please, call me Sean. A bit of a mouthful otherwise. And have a seat, Captain. I'm sorry I talked your ear off. Of course, you don't know anything about politics. You know about starship captaining. And I understand you found something I thought was gone forever. The Greylick Han. Yes, the Greylick Han. Tea, Captain? Friendly warning, according to the Niger, you have to accept it, or I can marry your third cousin or something. Then I'd better accept. I wouldn't wish Cousin Aiden on anyone. Is it really true what they're saying? Everyone on the Gralakhan survived? Yes, Minister Sean, it's true. Just Sean, please. Really, it's fine. Have they said anything about the attack? The survivors are still unconscious, Sean. Some kind of suspended animation. It's taking us a while to thaw them out. I must admit, I'm pleasantly surprised to hear the freezers kept working. The Norcovan capitalists who sell them to us know we can't buy from anyone else, so they rig them to fail every once in a while. Rig them? The Norcovans want the Tsar dead, Captain. They know we'll never stop fighting for our world until they've killed us all. Why else would they launch an unprovoked attack on an unarmed civilian transport in interplanetary space? Are you saying the Greylick Han was attacked? The Norcovan government said- Yes, yes, the Norcovan government. They probably told you the story about the bomb and the baffle plating, didn't they? So, you officially deny that your government planted the bomb? Captain, there was no bomb. Nine months ago, at 03092, the Norcovan combat frigate Kayana transmitted a single warning message to the Gralic Han, which, obviously, no one could hear because the passengers were all frozen. Eight seconds later, the Kayana opened fire. 4.4 seconds after that, the Gralic Han was spinning away into deep interplanetary space, and the Norcova were left deciding for several hours whether to risk a seek-and-destroy mission or to let the Gralic Han die on its own. The Norcova told a very different story. Oh yes, and did they show you the sensor logs? There are logs? There were, but not anymore. The Norcovan military says they were lost. What a sad coincidence for the families of the victims. What about your own sensor logs? Oh, we're not allowed to have those, Captain. The Norcovans say that satellites are military technology, you see. So whenever we try to put up so much as a weather satellite, Speaker Sure calls it a war of aggression and carpet bombs a few of our cities. But they let you build ships. Certainly not, because that could only be a prelude to invasion, couldn't it? Surely the Zarth couldn't just be visiting their families back home on Zathana. Suspended animation must have a military purpose. 
It can't be because full life support is simply too expensive. I'm sorry, Captain. We've been losing this war for my entire adult life. The dead are countless. Our supplies controlled by the black market. When it comes to the Norkovans, my temper... Perfectly understandable, Sean. Thanks. I'll try to keep a lid on it. So, when will the Excelsior be able to repatriate our citizens? The end of the day, you said? They'll be thawed by the end of the day. But repatriation is another question. You claim the Norkova attacked the Greylick Han, but the Norkova claim you did. We have to investigate. Days, maybe weeks before we can render a decision. You'll be invited to send representatives to a summit aboard my ship. That's where the discussions will begin. We guarantee safe passage to both sides. Weeks? We have to be careful. Of course. Of course. You're right. You don't know us. You don't know this war. You're trying to protect my people as best you can, and the Niger honors you for that. I will ask their families to be patient for a little while longer. I'm sorry, Sean. We'll have them home as soon as we can. Freezing in here. No life support. This part of the ship's losing heat fast. I know. That means this part of the ship was close to the explosion. What if it means number three fusion core is gone too? We've already checked one and two on their scrap. We can't afford to lose three. But what if we did? They're here. Thank God. This one looks half usable. Yeah, now quit gawking. We need to get it back online. Ow! You alright? Just clumsy. Beginning the startup sequence. Help me find the severed interlinks. We need to get power into section 46 through 48 to restore life support, or we'll freeze in a few minutes. After that, structural integrity. No, those are not our top priorities right now. Thrusters are. I really don't want to freeze, Kanash. Look, the gyroscope. What about it? Look how it's spinning. It's probably broken. The, the explosion. No, that tilt just means we're not in absolute zero G anymore. How could that be possible? If we're caught in Zathana's gravity well... Which would mean we're spiraling toward the planet with no engines, no deflectors, no heat shields. Uh-huh. Remind me what sections the thrusters are housed in. Pass the salt. Here. Thanks. Glad you could slip away for a little breakfast before the delegates arrive. So, how was your first stint in the diplomatic corps? The captain was right. I'm not half bad at this. Glad I've been studying the first contact protocols, though. From what the Norkovans tell me, it's not going to be easy negotiating with xenophobic maniacs like the Zath. <laughs> of course that's their line. Is it wrong? 
Did the Norkovans tell you anything about Nyjah? Sure. The Zath Etiquette Guide. It's a lot more than that. Think Emily Post plus Confucius rolled into the Quran. I only understood the first none of that. Then try the social power of the Ferengi Rules of Acquisition with the outlook of the Cyrenite Manifesto and the authority of the Bajoran Prophecies. The Nyjah tells each person who he was and what God expects of him, and the Zath built their way of life on it. It can be harsh to violators, but never barbaric, and for centuries it ensured a harmonious, modernizing society. Then one day, the Narkova crashed. Suddenly there are millions of immigrants. Immigrants who don't know Nyjah, don't respect it, and don't enforce it. They started seizing land. The Norkova didn't have much choice. There were ways to negotiate hospitality within Nyjah. The Norkovans ignored them. Communities fell apart. Zath families were driven into penury. The only surprising thing is war didn't break out sooner. By the time the bell stopped, the Zath had lost their society, their world, friends and family, all because some aliens refused to follow the unwritten laws of their society. I don't know about you, but I'd be a little suspicious of aliens too. But wait, doesn't that get things a little backwards? Couldn't the Zath have made an effort to actually reach out to the Norkova? Offer them refuge and friendship? Teach them anything about the Niger? If the Zath had been willing, really willing, to open themselves up to their new neighbors, to compromise instead of isolating them, the war would never have happened. Niger would still rule the planet today because true friends would never ignore it. Oh, no you don't, Buster. What? This is one of those metaphors of yours. At dinner you were saying how I needed to open up to you more. So now I'm supposedly acting like a Zath? All right, you go. I guess I need to be a little less meta. If it helps, I don't think you're a xenophobic maniac. Well, that's something, at least. I don't spend my free time with people who hate and I certainly don't sneak up and kiss them on the back of the neck. Okay, that will make up for it. If you promise to recycle the dishes, too. You're on. Come on, Major. Fusion One is right around this corner. Oh, down! Mom. Hey, uh, behind. Asuka! She hasn't planked. Fire! Ah! Either of you get shot? I'm fine. Major? Ready and able, Mom. We have to get to Fusion 1. Can you escort us? Commander, Fusion 1's gone. What? That's what Janaya told me. I'm fine too, by the way. You saw Kestra? In person? And she was going to get the fusion generators back online? She and Adal came through here right after I dropped off the captain in sickbay. They were bickering. Thank the ancestors. Now let's get a look at who we're fighting. Mom, these commandos are Zath. All of them? Yes, Mom. Kuicha! Why would they do this? What are they looking for? Actually, Commander, I followed these three for a few minutes. I overheard them talking. Neva, I think they're here to kill the Grey Lacan survivors. 
all of them? Men, women, and children. They blew a hole in a sovereign-class starship to make sure that two dozen of their collaborator countrymen are executed for crimes they didn't commit. I'm sorry, Neva. Mom, the survivors are in Cargo Bay too. And if the Zath get to the children before we do, so help. Belay that, Lieutenant. We don't do vengeance. I suspect that's how this all got started in the first. <laughs> What was that? Gravity, air pressure, you name it. This ship's a few minutes from being torn apart. Come on! Computer, power up Captain's yacht McKinley. Sensors, communications, propulsion, online. I'm just glad to have gravity again. Computer, status report on surrounding space. Several Excelsior Auxiliary craft from Renegade Fighter Squadron are active and engaged in defensive space combat. The Renegades are in combat? Against whom? Small fighters. Unknown configuration. That could be Zath or Nolkova. Computer, patch me through to the Fighter Squadron. Vessant, take your wing and see if those party crashers can pay the cover charge. Roger, roger. All lanes tighten on me. I've had just about enough of this. Sylvest, you want to drop down and see if you can talk them into a ceasefire? Are we talking standard diplomacy here, or shotgun diplomacy? Take your pick, Ambassador. Ambassador? Let me go see how fast I can get myself expelled. I thought I was the ship's ambassador today, Ben. Alex? Sir, I'm glad you made it safe to the McKinley. Likewise, Bavoni. Who's attacking you? Zath, Captain. Thirty seconds after the bomb went off, my pilots say the whole Zath Air Force came screaming in at us. So much for we can't build ships because sanctions. We're outnumbered ten to one, but my renegades haven't taken a casualty, and we haven't let a single shot through. Good. If these damage reports are right, a single shot could be the end of the Excelsior. I thought the Norcovans enforced a military control zone around Zerkwitz. They do. But the Zath seized remote control of one of the orbital weapon stations and turned it on the North Navy. They have their hands full. For now, it's just us and the Zath. Do you need anything from me? The McKinley's too lightly shielded to fight. But we are going to need an engineer, and pretty soon. That weapon station. You want me to take back remote control? I'm hoping you're still as good an engineer as you were before the ambassadorship, Alex. I can do it. But if I'm going to do it fast, I'll have to get pretty close to the station. How close? Tight-bound Tetrion range. About six meters. So much for keeping you out of the fight. We need that weapon station on our side or the Zath will blow up the Excelsior. That makes it my top priority. Give me 90 seconds to contact department heads. Aye, sir. Please hurry. My kids are getting tired out there. Like you said, one mistake... And we're atoms and microwaves. I know it's... Lorock out. Powering on. We are live. We're only getting 5% power. It's not enough. Not enough for life support, but more than enough for dorsal thrusters. Get them up. Can we assert navigation control from here? Transferring power. Sure. Probably through the bios, but... Wait! Don't do that! What? It's just a power transfer. And it's freezing cold in here. 
If you tried to push all that power through cold interliner circuits at once, you're short out. And we really are dead. But if I slow down, it'll take ten minutes to turn on thrusters. Maybe fifteen. More than enough time. The ship's falling into the atmosphere. More than enough time. If we're lucky. Yes. Yeah, if we're lucky. This is it. Cargo Bay 2. Phew. I forgot how tiring zero-g movement could be. Let's bust that door down, Asuka. No, wait. Scans show weapon signatures inside. The commander's got here first. Yes, Mom. I don't hear any weapons fire in there, which means they're either getting ready for the mass execution, or they've already done it. Major, do you know how to pick up the audio spectrum on that tricorder? I'm not sure, Mom. Here. Give it to me. There you are. There's a power conduit behind that bulkhead on your left. Move the freezers over there, and their deaths will serve a higher purpose. If they could not live in the Nijar, at least we will give them a chance to die in it. Not for long. We can't wait for our reinforcements. I know. Set your phasers to wide-beam heavy stuns. And four, we open that door and spray the entire cargo bay. Take those Zath down. Asuka, you have the manual override? I do now. One, two, three, four! Fire! Cease fire! Asuka, secure the room. I want the Zap against the wall and their sidearms at my feet. Commander, they're all floating. How do I get them to stay put? There are plenty of attached points along the wall, like this ladder. Use your imagination. Yes, sir. Let's start with you, my friend. Major, check the freezer seals. The commandos might have injured the survivors. I'm getting the med kit. Mom, yes, mom. Oh, hell. Neva, you're gonna wanna come see this. Major, med kit, catch. What is it, Lieutenant? Look, underneath his combat helmet. It's a suicide vest, isn't it? He's wearing a bomb. Major! Don't try to scan it. That might set it off. Major, do you have any experience with bomb disposal? Mom, I know enough to recognize that this part here is a timer. We only have a couple of minutes. Not enough time for me. Maybe an expert. We don't have an expert. All right. Start evacuating the room. Both of you. Save as many as you can. Mom, I need to check for other bombs first. Fine. Just be quick. What about you? We can't get all those stasis pods out in time. Not even in zero G. We need to stop this bomb. And there's only one person who can do that. Who? The bomber. I'm reviving him. Before you get to work, Major, a word in private. I want you to start securing the stasis pods. Tie them down to anything you can. 
anything affixed to the hull. Commander Neva told us to evacuate the survivors Neva told us to save as many as we can. This is how we're doing it. This is a security matter, Major. I give the orders. Yes, Mom. I'll still need your help, Mom. In a minute, Major. I have to see if I can squeeze five seconds of residual power out of the cargo bay manifolds. How? Like running any dead battery, Major. You give it as much time as you can, then you switch it on and cross your fingers. I'll give Neva a chance, but then... Wait for my signal. going to be fine. Melissa? It was touch and go for a few minutes there, especially during the firefight, but Mike and Dr. Mayek pulled you through. I smell smoke and fire. Did I hurt my nose, or did I just get that close to my eternal destiny? I mentioned the firefight. You mean that was in sickbay? A whole squad of Zath commandos. Zath. He played this beautifully. Pluck my strings like a Vulcan lute. Who? Minister Sean. You know what the worst of it is? This is exactly how I would have done it. Jehoshaphat! The one time I'm not outgunned a hundred to one, and I think I'm invincible. Arrogance! I have to get to the McKinley. No, you don't. Lorak has already undocked to help win... What was that? We're burning up in Zerquix's atmosphere. We need to get- Engineering is working on it. I've got to get down Alcar, there. Alcar, force fields may be down, but I had Mayek strap you to the bed Romulan style. The ship will survive without you. But you won't if you can't stay put for a few hours. Melissa, please! Alcar, one day- a lot of years from now, when I'm ready to admit it... Yeah? You should ask me how close those big sad eyes were to working. Now! Fire! Take out his engines! 30% damage. Zathfinder still has his forward gun turret. What? You had a clean shot. It's the captain's yacht. The weapons aren't much better than the shields. Well, we're almost to the weapons platform. I have to get within six meters and stay there. I know. We'll divert more fighters to cover you once you're sitting still. No! That would leave the Excelsior too exposed. Aye, sir. I'll do my... Alex! You're safe! Spots! Barrel rolling! That's put him right into me. And... I got him! I'm in range of the tower, cutting engines and beginning the hack. Please keep me alive, Ensign. That's my whole job description, acting captain. Wake up. Wake up. I know you can hear me. You've taken me prisoner. I'll kill you for that. Both with that bomb strapped to your chest. 
And you haven't turned it off? We don't know how. We feared your ship was too mighty for us. Yet look how swiftly the Nija has brought you low. I want you to turn the bomb off. If you hadn't tied my hands, I would have already detonated it. You don't have to commit mass murder. You can choose life. Yours and theirs. Them? <laughs> the collaborators? These people didn't collaborate. They aren't even accused of it. But their families did. Their families reached out to the Norkova who have oppressed us and murdered us for generations. Where do you think that comes from? How do you think traitors breathe? We will never reclaim the homeland. We never reclaim the homeworld anyway. If you believe that, you have never seen the fighting spirit we all share. The spirit born of obedience to Nyjah. No, I guess I haven't. But I have seen the Norkovan orbital defense grid. I've seen their air force. I've seen their IPBM silos. Fighting a war you've already lost isn't Nyjah. It's only murder. You'd have a surrender to an unjust conqueror. Ratify his butchery in the name of self-preservation. If it meant my family wouldn't be bombed, Yes, I'd do that and more. This isn't justice you're fighting for, and it certainly isn't safety. You're doing this out of pride. We have everything to be proud of. stole our world, the culture of Nyjah flourished across 12 continents. We mastered art, spread literature, tamed law. isolated and afraid, they're your prison. No. The Norkova built our prison and left us to die there on Zerquix. Only they see us thriving, even on our desolate moon, and they are jealous, so they bomb us. So you bomb them back, and they bomb you back. It doesn't have to be like this. Turn off your bomb. You haven't given me a single reason to do that. Then forget the politics. How about a simple one? Don't you have a family? Someone who'll miss you? I have a son. A son? Congratulations! How old is he? His name is Acost. He's almost three. And what is Acost doing right now? At this moment? He can't wait to see me again. He's not going to. If you go through with this. My son is dead, Federation. The Norkova murdered him with one of their bombs 11 months ago. Why? I don't know, Federation. They don't attach little memos of explanation to their missiles. They just leave you with the tiny, broken body and let you figure it out. I can't wait to see him either. Norkovans have children too. Even collaborators do. There are a few children that age right here in the room with us. What? They deserve it. Time's up! No one can stop the bomb now. I hope there's someone you want to see up there, Federation. Please, there's... That's it! Now, Major! Commander, hold on to something! What? 
with opening the cargo bay doors. Bomb has detonated. The hull is holding. Neva, are you all right? You opened up the big doors to space and just sucked him away? What about the collaborators? We tied down all their stasis pods in time. Everyone's Next time you could warn me before you blow anybody into space? If we told you, you'd have told us to save our own skins and get out of here. Mom, we wanted to save everyone. Well, we thought you'd consider our plan too risky. And you were right. That was insubordination in the second degree. Maybe the first if the court-martial board likes me. You're both on report. Yes, Mom. Seriously? We saved your life. And... dinner. Both of you. Anything you want. Maximum replicator resolution. On me. Now that's more like it. Assuming the ship doesn't blow up in the next couple minutes anyway. I'm going as fast as I can. Every second I spend here saving the Excelsior from fighters is a second I won't be able to spend saving the Excelsior from burning up in the atmosphere. I'm fully motivated. I just can't find the frequency. I know you're doing your best, but sir, I really can't hold them. Just blew an engine. I'm losing attitude control. I'm surrounded. There, I got it. Back running. They can't stand up to this kind of firepower. Bev, call your men back to defensive patrol. How's the Excelsior? Oh, hell. Lorok to Janaya, come in. You're starting to lose hull plating. There's no time left. You've got to power the thrusters now. Janaya, come in. Boss, we're well into the upper atmosphere. At least, we don't have to worry about freezing anymore. Still waiting on the thrusters. A few more seconds and we won't have thrusters anymore. I've only got them powered to 60% of minimum. Look, the circuits are warming up. They can handle the power surge. I know they can. That's not what the specs say. We've got to risk it. Trust me, sir. Alright. Going to full power. Now. Reverse lateral junction XL5. We've got bandwidth to spare. Keep going. And the Z9. We made the red line. Thruster power available. Activate them. Take us up. Get us out of danger. Captain's log supplemental. The Excelsior has been under repair in Norcoven orbit for the past two days. Note commendation for First Officer Alex Lorock, 
whose first command went a hell of a lot better than mine did. Officially, Minister Sean denies involvement with the attack, insisting that those responsible acted alone and have since been executed. That's apparently good enough for Admiral Parker. Me? I wanted to see Sean tell that lie to my face. In short, Captain, the Zarth government wishes to express its deep regrets that your ship became a battlefield. We didn't want it, and of course, you didn't want it. We apologize for the harm done. <laughs> apologize? Minister Sean, you bombed my ship, attacked my passengers, and killed my crew during a diplomatic conference. And now you say you regret it? Who made you do it? One of our great writers teaches that war is the tyranny of circumstance. I'll be sure to tell the families that their sisters and sons were victims of circumstance and not Zath bullets. <laughs> you say you're in a war, but I don't see one. All I've seen is the Zath killing Norcovans and anyone else who gets in their way. You think you have any idea how this conflict works because you've been here for two days? Because you saw part of a single battle? I lost 30 people, most of them diplomatic guests on a mission of peace. The Norcovans killed over a thousand, Captain. Most of them civilians just living in peace. Not in this battle, Sean. Sixteen hours ago, a Norcovan air squadron swept aside our piteous defenses and carpet-bombed our capital city, Murai. They said they were attacking the airfield, but if that's so, I don't understand why our doctors are fishing dead children out of bombed-out schools and hospitals. Our sensors would have seen that. Do you want me to send you the pictures, Captain? Your sensors were down for repairs last night for seven hours, following Correct me if I'm wrong, a repair schedule the Norkova helped draw up. Correct? That's correct. And one of the collaborators whose life you saved used to work as the air marshal for Murai. You saw exactly what the Norkova wanted you to see, and no more. Well, you could have told us all this at the summit. We couldn't take the risk. Too many lives were at stake, and now those kids are dead because I blew it. What you saw and judged us on was nothing more than Leviathan's bin. I'm sending you those pictures anyway, Captain. On your course, you're bound to meet with the Paranalphorius Council eventually. I want you to show these to them. You want me to do you a favor? Why in Cobal's name would I? Because you care about doing the right thing more than you care about hating me, Captain. Zerquicks, out. <sighs> All right. Computer, take my other caller off hold. Captain Dovan, I don't like to be kept waiting. Admiral Parker, I never visit the holodecks on Tuesdays. I'm sorry? Oh, I thought we were sharing random facts about ourselves. So... What small errand can my mighty starship run for you today, sir? 
I don't appreciate your tone. And I don't appreciate being kept in the dark about a threat to my ship and crew. What are you talking about, Captain? Neva's been analyzing the Iconian ruin in this star system. Someone else searched the ruin recently, just like all the others. But Neva finally made the breakthrough this morning. We know, Admiral. We know who has been digging up Iconian graves all over the quadrant. And you are not to discuss it on an open channel. Not this time. Just tell me this. Are we looking for the same thing they are? Yes, we are. And do we know what that is? I answered your question, Captain. Now, business. Yeah, I assume you're about to tell me where to look next. Were you able to get the coordinates of the original Norkova homeworld? Speaker Shure was very helpful, yes. I'm sending the coordinates now. But Admiral, that planet exploded 20 years ago. Planets don't just explode, Mr. Dovan. Especially not 20 years ago. No new orders. Continue on your present course. Parker out. Hello? I brought Tilka chips. Commander Neva, welcome. I'm so happy you could come. Alex said I couldn't miss it. What are we playing tonight? Some human game? My favorite. It's called Diplomacy. And you'll be playing as an ancient nation-state called France. Assuming we haven't figured out the rules. Just wait until you Bobby gets here and I'll teach you all at once, okay? Ooh, are those Toka chips? Let me get a bowl for them, Melissa. I'm not letting those out of my sight. Hey, Alex. Hey, Neva. Wait, what's wrong? Look. I haven't spoken to my mother in years, and that's still too recent. In five years, I see myself as first officer in one of the minor central star bases. 34, 216, Leviathan... You know, and to be honest, I don't see you there with me. Not yet, anyway. I'm sure that I never, ever want to have kids, but I have the feeling that when I get older, I might not be as sure as I think. Anything else? Yeah. Give me a kiss. Now, let's play diplomacy. We can talk on our next picnic. Next picnic? You did like the first one, right? Loved it. Then I have a lot more of this starship to show you. There's a next. I'll be there. And, Neva, I know what that meant to you. Thank you. I was told there would be world conquest. I don't see any world conquest. Come in, Lieutenant. Have a seat. World conquest is next. How about something to drink first?
In that episode, Speaker Sewer was played by Tom Barnes, Mr. Sean, Luke Hardick, Esther Janiah, Jacqueline Luca, Ensign Adow, Carla Bandetta, The Major, Chris Bainbridge, Admiral Parker, Nathan Lusnick, Sylvester, John Boss, Jack Myers, Sean Burgos, Zas Secretary, Elise Crowick, Masterson, Jan Green, Vasant, Tess Haddon, Bomber, Jamie Lujan, Commandos, Gary Colbum, Stephen Haney, Computer, Caitlin Haney, with a special appearance by Gareth Bowling, directed by Jim Smagata, executive producer James Haney, post producers Jim Smagata, Andy Thompson, Matthew Blondin, Mike Hennessy, Bob Hopwood, and Shane Davidson, line producers Luke Hardy, Nathan Pope, and Alan Michael Sword, artwork John Boss, theme song by Samuel Gillis, old music credits available at starshipexcelsior.com. Special thanks to Baxter Turnham, Emily Potter, Martha Haney, Michael Blaze, and Gene Roddenberry. No infringement is intended against Star Trek, which remains the property of CBS Television Studios. been an Excelsior production. Commander Masterson. Sir? Put through my next caller. Aye, sir. Piping him through on a secure channel. My apologies, Commander. I didn't mean to leave you waiting quite so long, but, well, you know what Captain Dovan is like. Indeed I do, Admiral. What can I do for you, sir? Mr. Underwood, I'm sending you a set of coordinates I just received. I'd like you to divert the Voltaire to that location and investigate. Shouldn't you be giving these orders to the captain? I'd prefer that Captain Kell's official logs reflect something a little more... spontaneous. You want me to trick her again? I'm certain you'll come up with something. What if we run into the Zero out there before they're finished searching? Does she even know about the Bluegills? The coordinates are near a quasar, and I'm told Captain Kell has a special fondness for quasars, does she not? A good start to your cover story. You're well informed, as usual, Admiral. Then that will be all. Parker out. Hi, this is James Haney. Last year, we announced the 2015 Excelsior Writing Contest, a competition to write an episode which will be produced and released on Boxing Day 2015. In April, we announced the three finalists, whose story outlines were then fleshed out into full-fledged script drafts. For the past month, the panel of judges has deliberated over these three scripts, Progeny of Fate by Larry Phelan, Cat and Mouse by M.J. Lauk, and Attractions and Distractions by Lindsay Werner. Though they greatly enjoyed all three stories, the judges have finally decided on a runner-up and a winner. The 2015 contest runner-up is Progeny of Fate by Larry Phelan. And the winner is Attractions and Distractions by Lindsay Werner. Congratulations, Lindsay. We'll be in touch soon to get your script into production. The other two finalist scripts are now available in PDF form on our website at www.starshipexcelsior.com slash about slash contest. They're pretty fun, and you should go read them. Thanks to everyone who contributed to the success of the 2015 Excelsior Writing Contest. It was a pleasure to read all the directions you wanted to take this show.